What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Engage 8 Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, with my two co-hosts, Josh and Mike. Unfortunately, today is the final uh, game preview that we are going to be doing of the 2023 NFL season. Uh, it is Super Bowl 58 in a few days. Biggest Chiefs and Niners. <laughs> it's going to be the Chiefs and Niners on Sunday. I believe 6.30 Eastern time, if I'm not mistaken. But... It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great game. Uh, along with our preview, we're gonna be looking at some storylines that are going with the game. Uh, we're gonna give you some betting picks and each of our Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, before we get into that, I uh, really would like to ask you guys to like and subscribe to the channel. We have our TikTok, our Spotify, and all of our socials down in the description below. If you want to give us a follow, or if you just prefer a different type of uh, form of content, and uh, yeah, so Josh, you want to get this started with our first round of a uh, preview. Yep, I will. Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs, and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, when this when we first found out about this game, we first got the odds out. Uh, KC, one-and-a-half-point underdog. They're still sitting there. It's pretty close, though. I think the Niners' money line is minus 122 right now, so it's almost a pick at this point. Uh, I expect it to maybe get a little bit closer as the game moves on, so I'm kind of waiting to place my bets. But I started out leaning Kansas City myself. Um, I think the normal man looks at this game and you see Kansas City as plus money in the Super Bowl, and it's really hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, but when I started to think about it more and more as the last 10 days or so have gone by, I'm starting to sway a little bit in the Niners direction. Um, the Niners do have a heavy home crowd, should have a heavy home crowd in this game, uh, a lot closer to San Francisco. Should be an easy travel for them over to Vegas. I think we'll see a lot of Niners fans in the crowd. Uh, as far as the game goes, though, I think San Francisco needs to do what Baltimore should have done uh, in the last game, which is run the damn ball. Baltimore should have ran the ball 40 times in the game against Kansas City. They didn't. They lost the game. They're right there. They maybe should have won the game, had a fumble knock on against them uh, late in that one. But San Francisco needs to run the ball. They need to lean on Christian McCaffrey as much as they can in this game, not get too caught up in trying to pass it and feed all their playmakers. If you could just run the damn ball with Christian McCaffrey, I think you should be able to run down the throats of Kansas City. Uh, for Kansas City, Amenahue did go in the IR, so they will not have him. Uh, Tooney should also be out as well, Andy Reid said. Uh, so they're a little bit banged up. Uh, it's going to be a problem for them. Uh, San Francisco is about as healthy as they've been in recent weeks. Uh, obviously, they don't know Hufanga. They've had some injuries earlier in the season. But as far as current day, San Francisco 49ers, they're about as healthy as they're going to get. I think the Niners have the ability in their linebacker room uh, with Greenlaw and Warner to be able to maybe slow down Travis Kelsey as much as possible. You're not going to be able to completely shut him down because Mahomes is going to be forcing it to him. But I think they have the personnel to go at least slow him down and not let Travis Kelsey be the one to solely beat them in this game. I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to have to be a problem for the Niners this game if the Chiefs want to win. They're going to have to try to run the ball uh, against a uh, Niners team that has been susceptible to running the uh, the run on the defensive end the past couple of weeks. We saw uh, Aaron Jones run it all over them. Uh, the Lions in the first half ran it all over him la uh, in the last round. I think if you can lean on Pacheco and let that open up your pass game, that can be a very big strength for them. I think that's a really... Uh, what the story of this game is going to be, who can stop the run, who can run the ball on the other team, because both teams are going to have to try to run the ball, and that's how they're going to have to win this game is on the ground. So whoever has more success there, I think is overall going to come up on top. Uh, I think that's where the game is going to be decided. Uh, I hate to let everyone else uh, and their decisions affect mine, uh, but I, I hate to say it, everybody being on the Chiefs does make me lean Niners here. 
I completely understand where, what you're thinking there, but this Super Bowl kind of gives me a little bit of a flashback and shades towards last year's in terms of roster construction. The Eagles and Niners are very similar in terms of having very talented rosters up and down, while the Chiefs are very reliant on their superstars, whether it's Mahomes and Kelsey on the offensive side and Chris Jones and a solid uh, edge rushing group on the outside. Uh, George Kaloftis for the Chiefs, he's been pretty solid in this uh in this uh, playoff run, Purdue uh, native for you guys. So that's pretty nice to see. But Chris Jones, he's been phenomenal as well. He made a big play after big play against the Bills. He was in the backfield a decent amount against the Ravens, even facing a lot of double teams. The Chiefs started blitzing a lot against Lamar, and it worked. Brock Purdy's a very different quarterback, but if you get pressure on him, he's going to struggle. But uh, like you mentioned, Josh, the run game is going to be so important for both of these teams. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think, is easily miles better than anybody Kansas City has to offer in the run game. But Kansas City's defense, we I know I've mentioned it a bunch throughout the season. Uh, I know you guys have heard me say it. Youngest defense in the league, but they were also one of the best, especially uh, led by Chris Jones. They've been very up and down offensively, but their defense has been quite consistent for the most part. So if San Francisco wants to win, they're going to have to just somehow outscore Kansas City. And it's gonna it's gonna be a really really tough game for them. Yeah, Chiefs have a chance to really cement themselves as a dynasty with a win in this one. Last team to win back to back Super Bowls was in two thousand three two thousand four with the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. Mahomes um, is the youngest quarterback to start his fourth Super Bowl. This is already his fourth. Andy Reid is preparing for his fifth Super Bowl. Uh, he now trails only Bill Belichick, who has nine, and Don Shula, who has six. So, two of the greatest there at their respected positions. Mahomes has. Struggled during the regular season, but down the stretch in the playoffs, he has um, played his best football. In his past six postseason games total, he's completed around 70% of his passes, which is ridiculous. A yards per attempt of seven and has 11 touchdowns and no picks. Uh, he's just been phenomenal in the playoffs. It's um, just so impressive to watch. This offense in the postseason has been pretty clean for the Chiefs. They struggled throughout the season overall, but uh, in the postseason here, uh, they've done better. They dropped a lot of passes during the season, a lot of offensive penalties, a lot of turnovers. They were seventh in turnovers and second in offensive penalties. They've been able to clean that up, and it's uh, helped them a lot. We saw a couple jobs for the Dolphins, the fumble by Miko Hartman against the Bills, but really other than that, other than that, they've been able to turn it around. Valdez Scanling had the big catch uh, two weeks ago to propel them on that third down to really put them in the Super Bowl. But overall for the Chiefs this year, it's really been their defense that's got it done. Uh, they've went against Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Tua Tungavailoa so far in the postseason, and have given up only 13.7 points per game. Uh, fourth best showing in NFL playoff history. Uh, Spags has done a phenomenal job with his defense. They have the second most sacks in the league. They give up the fourth fewest passing yards. And like you said, Josh, really the one shaky part of their defense has been their run defense. We saw it with the Bills were able to run the ball well. For some reason, the Ravens didn't do it. Uh, but the Chiefs are 7-6 and six in games where they surrender 110 yards or more on the ground. When they hold their opponent to under 110 rushing yards, they went 7-0. and oh. So Christian McCaffrey is going to have to have a big game in this one if the Niners want to win. Uh, they're going to have to focus on him. Uh, Purdy, five games this year when he was sacked multiple times and through at least one interception, they were 2-3, and three, all against AFC teams. He has to stay on his feet. Um but the good thing for Brock Purdy is when they blitz, he has been very good against the blitz. He's first in passing touchdowns, first in passer rating, first in yards per attempt. So uh, Brock Purdy, he has to 
have a clean pocket when they don't blitz, and when they do blitz, he has to continue to do what he's done all year. Yeah, I think Noah Menahue is going to be a problem for the Chiefs. Uh, like you said, when Brock Purdy can have a clean pocket, he's going to be in a good spot. Yeah, I think he's going to have a clean pocket for a lot of this game. And hopefully for the 49ers, they won't have to pass a ton this game. I really I really do think it's going to come down to rushing attempts. If you, It's easy to get caught up in the let's pass it a ton when you have all the weapons that the Niners do. But when you have Christian McCaffrey back there in the backfield, if you can just get some blocks for him, they should be able to lean on that run and just dominate the Chiefs in the trenches. If the Chiefs can go up there and stop the run and stop Christian McCaffrey and force Brock Purdy to pass and get some pressure on him, that's their recipe for success in winning this game. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just don't really see that happening. I know it's crazy to bet against Mahomes in the playoffs or the Super Bowl, but he's lost one before. Uh, even the great Tom Brady lost three Super Bowls. So there's going to be Mahomes is going to lose Super Bowls in his career. It's just going to happen. And to me, this just feels like one of them. I think we're going to have a big Christian McCaffrey game. Um, I think we're going to see some stuff from the Niners defense uh, that maybe shuts down Mahomes to an extent. I mean, the Chiefs uh, did only put up 17 points last week, and that was uh, with a great start on offense. I think. For the Niners, we saw all season, we were worried, can they play from behind? Can they come back and win games? They've done that twice already in their two games in the playoffs so far. Obviously, you don't want to get down early, uh, but they've shown me now that they can come back if they do get down early in this game. I don't think they will. Uh, after being on the Kansas City side for about four or five, six days uh, since the NFC and AFC Championship games, I have fully swayed to the 49ers, and the 49ers are my pick to win the Super Bowl. I completely agree with you on your Christian McCaffrey point. If the Niners want to win, CMC's going to have to have a dominant game. I think he will have a dominant game regardless. Noah Menehu is going to be huge for them. And CMC is just so good. And if Trent Williams is coming in motion or lining up at fullback or whatever, it's going to be a scary sight for anybody on that Kansas City defense. But like you mentioned, Brady did lose a few Super Bowls. Mahomes has to lose a couple as well. I just don't see this one as one. And it's just so tough to bet against Mahomes. I picked against them not last week, week before uh, against the Ravens, and it was just it bit me in the ass. And now I am out of contention for uh, our little three way playoff picks. I'm sitting at six and six. Mike, you're seven and five. Josh, you're eight and four. So eight and four. Yeah, for the playoffs. Damn. So you guys were cooking. I kind of struggled a little bit. Nine and three. I struggled a little bit compared to the regular season, but um. You know, uh, I'm going with Kansas City here. It's just so tough to bet against Mahomes. I think he's the best player on the field. Uh, he usually is in every single game he plays. It's turning into a Brady situation where you just can't bet against him and just feel confident in it. I know San Francisco, San Francisco has the better roster, but it was like that last year with Philadelphia. Mahomes was hurt coming into the game. He re-injured that ankle as well, yet he still uh, he got it done when it counted. So... I'm just going to trust Kansas City, Andy Reid. I think Mahomes gets his third Super Bowl and cements himself as a top three quarterback in NFL history. Um, Like we said, I think the 49ers have to be able to run the ball, but they also have to be able to slow down the Chiefs' run game with Pacheco. They've only surrendered more than 130 rushing yards four times this year, and both of those have come in the postseason. Uh, they have to be able to get that under wraps. If the Chiefs get their rushing attack going, it's going to be a struggle for the 49ers. 
Uh, Chiefs are 15-2 and two in the past two seasons in any game where they rush for at least 100 yards and Mahomes throws for 200 yards. I expect Mahomes to throw for 200 yards regardless, so it's going to be important for them to slow down Pacheco in that run game. Uh, and one of the big things here is obviously the coaching battle, Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has been to the Super Bowl twice now. First time uh, was the 28-3 Patriots-Falcons comeback, obviously. He lost his backpack that week, which had the Falcons' entire offensive game plan. Uh, they blew a, the biggest lead in Super Bowl history, so that was a disastrous week for him. And then second time was four years ago against this Kansas City Chiefs team. They were up by 10 in the fourth quarter, and they blew that lead too. Uh, lost by 11 points. This was the second largest blown lead in Super Bowl history. So for Shanahan, it really can't get much worse. He has to go in knowing that he has kind of nothing to lose, I guess. Um, we saw at the press conferences a couple days ago, he might have been drunk during the press conferences. So he's letting himself go, uh, relax going into the Super Bowl. Uh, the two key matchups I have for this game really is Fred Warner versus Travis Kelsey. Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers in football, if not the best linebacker. And we've seen Travis Kelsey really get going in the postseason. Uh, was able to beat Kyle Hamilton last week, who had been a tight end stopper. So it'll be interesting to see if Fred Warner can slow him down if he's matched up with him. And then Nick Bolton versus Christian McCaffrey. He's probably going to be matched up with him out of the backfield a lot. Uh, I expect him to run the ball out with Christian McCaffrey, but if Nick Bolton can also take him out of the passing game. That will be huge for the Chiefs. Um, but with that being said, uh, I guess it would be smart for me to pick the Chiefs to possibly tie Josh with the postseason uh, numbers, but I'm going to go with the 49ers. Um, I think it's Kyle Shanahan's due. He deserves a Super Bowl. I think he'll come out with a game plan. I think George Kittle's going to have a big game. We saw last time in the Super Bowl. He said he'd be back no matter what, and he's back now and has a chance to get his revenge against the same team that beat him. I think the, I don't think the moment is too big for Brock Purdy. Um he really has uh, gone from Mr. Relevant to one of the best quarterbacks and really hasn't batted an eye. He hasn't had too many bad games. He's been very good. He was very good at the second half of last week. He rose to the occasion, and I think he's going to find a way to do that here in this game. So I think the 49ers are going to run the ball well with McCaffrey. I think they're going to be able to slow down Mahomes a little bit. We ha still haven't seen Mahomes play maybe his to prime Mahomes level. He's been great in the postseason, but... Uh, I think this defense is going to be able to slow him down, slow down Pacheco, and find a way to win this football game and win the 49ers a tie for the record Super Bowls. Uh, as far as the Kittle thing, promising that he would be back, uh, it's a pretty fucking easy promise to make when you have the most star power in the league. It's not That's like, true. It's not, <laughs> That's like true. He, it's not like he had the worst team in the league and made it and said, oh, I'm going to be back. Yeah, no shit, man. Well, no I mean, shit. if he's in the Super Bowl, he's not going to be on the worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you, you, know, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's not that bold of a... Of a prediction by him, congrats. But um, do you guys want to do storylines, MVP, or betting picks next? I'm good for whatever. I mean, I, I think we should go to the MVPs since right. we just finished talking about it. So MVP then. Um, I have a couple here. I have a safe pick, and then I have maybe a couple more risky ones if you want to uh, play some bets on a little more high odds picks. But I'm going to go with my safe one. I got the Niners winning the Super Bowl, so by default, I'm going to go with Brock Purdy. Um, you expect it to be the quarterback in most situations here. I think the storyline of him being Mr. Irrelevant to Super Bowl MVP is just a storyline that the voters would eat all up uh, to be able to have him win it. Uh, but as for as far as some of my more risky picks, uh, I like speaking of, I like George Kittle as a possible pick here. I think if he he has a position to go and get a couple touchdowns, he'll be the guy outside of McCaffrey that can go get two. 
if he goes goes and has a game where he gets 120 and a couple TDs, I could definitely see them giving it to him. Or on the defensive end, Nick Bosa. If he goes out there and has a two, three sack game, maybe forces a turnover, I could definitely see him uh being an option for the defensive end there. But since I'm going with San Fran, uh, I'm gonna go with Brock Purdy as my pick. Uh I got really only two uh for Kansas City, because obviously I have Kansas City winning. The obvious one, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, if the Chiefs are going to win this game, it'll be because Mahomes is just surgical. He's able to drive down the field when he has to. He keeps it close until the end, and then he just he just pulls away and gets a win. He's done it more often than not in his career, and he does show up when the lights are the brightest. So I've always been impressed with that throughout his entire career. But my dark horse Super Bowl MVP, kind of dark horse, but, I mean, Chris Jones – We've seen the 49ers offensive line without Trent Williams over the past couple years. Uh, They are not phenomenal. Their offensive line as a whole is very average, but I feel like that's very top heavy considering that how good Trent Williams is, is probably one of the best offensive linemen we've seen in our lifetimes, honestly. But Chris Jones are probably going to line him up inside, make him see a lot of double teams and on crucial third downs, maybe send him off the right edge just to get him away from Trent Williams, away from double teams force him uh, into Brock Purdy's lap and just create a lot of pressure that can throw timing off, which really does affect this Shanahan system. So he's my dark horse pick for Super Bowl MVP. He's super talented. Wouldn't shock me if he wins it because he's just that good. But with Mahomes on the other side, if he somehow wins it, it would be a little surprising. Yeah, if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Mahomes is basically the MVP no matter what. Maybe they give it to Kelsey for the – everything if he has a big game but we saw four years ago Damian Williams the deserving Super Bowl MVP and they just gave it to Mahomes regardless so the Chiefs win it's going to Mahomes but I think the Niners are going to win uh obviously Brock Purdy is the main factor the like Josh said Mr. Irrelevant MVP Christian McCaffrey would probably be my bet because I think he's going to have to have a big game to win it uh but my dark horse MVP pick Charvarius Ward uh I think he's going to have a chance to make some big plays maybe a little pick six we haven't seen Mahomes throw an interception in a while. I think he's due. And uh, I think Traverius Ward has a chance to get in a Super Bowl MVP. That's my dark horse. Nobody's going with the uh, wide receiver one talent, Kadarius Tony. No. Traverius Ward is <laughs> plus 40,000, though. So all, all the, the defensive player, especially a corner. I, I know that, but I mean, I mean, Dre Greenlaw, 50,000. I don't even Darius know. Tony's not playing. Yeah. Well, Jerry Sneed's <laughs> only plus 17,000. See, that's that's just so low. Like a corner winning Super Bowl MVP would just be crazy. So hey, you would have to have like you two need to pick six. Various award. You it, you, you have to six. you have to get in the end zone. You're gonna see him high stepping into the end zone. That would be sick. You're gonna see him high stepping into the end zone on Sunday. I, I, I would be all in Same thing with uh, same thing with Warner though. If Warner shuts down Kelsey and gets a pick six, he can definitely get it too. There's a lot of options in this game. So many star players that it's. It's hard to pick one. What's funny? Uh, I'm just going to... I think there's a chance Creed Humphrey wins it. That's my dark horse now. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if an O-lineman won it? Is, his, are his odds on there? Yeah, his odds are on there. Imagine it, it goes to OT. Uh, plus plus 75,000. Yeah, I mean, what would an O-lineman have to do to win it? Would I'm trying to... Player hear me out, hear me suck? out. Game goes to overtime. Each team gets a field goal. The Chiefs had the first one, so they get the ball. Mahomes fumbles on, like, the five-yard line. Creed Humphrey turns around, scoops it up, <laughs> runs it in, wins Super Bowl MVP. I'm assuming that'd be the first ever offensive lineman to win Super Bowl MVP. I think so. I Plus can't, I the can't first ever O-lineman touchdown in the Super Bowl. 
I know uh, William Perry defensive lineman had a touchdown in Super Bowl twenty. Shout out my Bears. Have no but has no alignment ever scored. I feel like I don't know way that's so. true. It would have had to have been on some sort of like package like that, but I don't but yeah. think an alignment has ever scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I don't know. That would be cool to see. I'm always for a big man touchdown. They would still give it to Mahomes because the fumble would have been just a hundred IQ, and they would have <laughs> yeah. given him the credit. He for dropped it. it in the perfect place. So yeah, no, he did it on purpose. Does Does Kelsey attempt a lateral? Oh, yeah. that's a good bet. That I was a crazy. I would say yes. I, so I would down. say yes. <laughs> they got to put the odds on that one. I'd put yes too. Just yeah. I don't know what it'd be. It, it might be his last game. Oh, I swear. Uh, no, God. there's no way he retires. If he retires, no man. If he retires, oh my God. My dynasty team would just be in shambles if he retires. Um, but we can talk some storylines here. Um, well, before we pick up storylines, I forgot to mention this in the in the uh, what's it called in the opener. Should we do like final score predictions too? Sure. Okay. Um, let me think. <laughs> let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, I'm gonna go twenty twenty eight twenty. Niners. Okay. I'm going to go 34 oh. to 30 Chiefs. I think there's just too much offensive talent on both sides for it to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be 31 to 20. I think that was a score the last time they played. So that I'm was, just going to I'm just going to reverse it. I like it. I like it. I think it's going to be low scoring, probably. Though. I think it's going to be low scoring, too. I, I think the defenses are going to dominate. I think Vegas agrees, too. Over-unders at like 47 and a half, I think. Giving Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan two weeks to prepare, though. Like, that's... I mean, giving Spags two weeks to prepare. Yeah. Spags is just out there and says, fuck it, we ball. Like, he'll just send Chris Jones off the edge, Justin Reed up the A-gap, and create some, some crazy chaos for no reason. I wish I I wish I could say I was looking forward to this game, but I'm just uh I'm just I'm still in pain from, from a week and a half ago. I just uh when I see the Niners take the field, even though I'm gonna have some big money on them in this game. Should have been us. It's just yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um if they by the way, I'm just gonna warn you guys now, if the Niners win the Super Bowl, I'm gonna go all offseason saying we would have won if we didn't ball that game. <laughs> just so you know, we I might get an honorary Super Bowl tattoo or something. <laughs> but Still update Super Bowl 58 champions if we would have beat the Niners. Yeah. I update I still see 24-7 every time I close my eyes. I, I just oh man, I just I still there's so many like Gibbs doesn't fumble. That cat do you see the fucking Kings game Kings Pistons bullshit the other night? During what the Pistons mean? intro, they played the IU catch. Um, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Okay. You guys just got over. The same fucking streak the Lions did, and you're gonna talk shit too. Okay. Hey. And that this I is blame, a, this is in a sport where fucking sixteen teams get in, more than half the league gets in. Yeah, I blame them make the playoffs for fucking twenty years, but I blame the Pistons for the Lions losing. I mean, I, I I've said that to you. The Pistons winning was just a curse to the Lions. I mean, I I didn't know that till after the game, but I obviously wasn't giving a fuck about the Pistons during <laughs> that game, but as I don't think anyone was, but Monty Williams comes to bite me in the ass again. But <laughs> um we can talk some storylines here. Um I don't have a ton written down here. I know Zach, you got some, but um biggest ones for me is just the the two Super Bowl numbers with the Niners having a chance to tie the Pats and the Steelers at six, um, which is 
obviously huge. They haven't won so long, too. They out their five pretty early on. Um, puts them in a spot where they're definitely a big threat to get to that seven number that no franchise has gotten to yet with all the talent they have going forward and getting Purdy on that cheap deal for, what, two more years now or something like that. They got him for a little bit longer. But that's huge. And then, obviously, we're talking dynasty here with Mahomes. This will be, what, three out of five if he wins this one, three in his first six years which will put him at a 50% clip in his career, which is just crazy because we're we're not counting his first year. Like it's three and six years as far as I'm concerned with him uh, winning the Super Bowls. But that puts him definitely on pace to go catch Brady at seven. It's, it's crazy how three out of six is just so huge. And then he could win this game and still not even be at half of Brady, which is just ridiculous. Well, I'm saying that Brady getting that seventh one with the Bucks was huge. S- seven just Over feels Mahomes like homes too. Yeah. And he got six over Mahomes. I mean, not in the Super Bowl, but yeah. To go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I just, seven just feels like so much more than six as far as like single player leading their team. But he can do it. We've said already it's going to come down to uh, can he still keep winning when this team inevitably has to retool in a few more years. And um, you you spoke on retirements. Maybe we get Kelsey to retire after this game. Maybe we see Andy Reid retire after this game. I think we're more likely to see Andy Reid than Kelsey, though. I think it's pretty close. I think you could. I I could see him retiring after this game if they win. He's uh said publicly that this is the most important game of his career. So Kelsey said that. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking I mean, of Kelsey's retiring, did you see Jason might not retire now? Are yeah, no, serious? that would be. Yeah, he's pulling a Brady. <laughs> Yeah, which is just, I don't know. It's scummy to me. I don't like that shit. I mean, he never announced his retirement. This is where I get pissed off at Adam Schefter. Sorry to get mad for a second there, but Adam (laughs) Schefter is a scumbag, man. Adam Schefter is a scumbag. I respect you, Schefter. Don't, don't, don't let me in on this if you see this. (laughs) He, 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 he's done a lot of, I mean, they announced Brady's retirement early. He did Andrew Luck so dirty announcing his retirement during a game that, just still boils my. Blood. Did you guys see the, like how upset he got on the Pat McAfee show when they were talking about uh, Ben Johnson canceling the the meeting with the commanders? I don't know why I was thinking football. I team, didn't. I didn't see that while they were on the flight. He was getting so mad. He was mad at Ben Johnson. Oh yeah, he was getting. He was. He was pressed. It was actually so funny. Womp womp. Yeah, I mean. That whole Ben Johnson shit, I mean, we haven't gotten to talk about it on the pod yet, so I guess I'll touch on it for a second. It's just so funny to me how a- after Ben Johnson, and Ben Johnson doesn't cancel that. He's already the commander's head coach, no matter what. The fact that they went back after this, uh, everything happened, and they were like, oh, he actually didn't interview well. Um, Yeah, okay, he didn't interview well. That's why you flew to Detroit to go see him. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, but funny how they backtracked on that when they didn't get their guy. Yeah, no, but did you see their Twitter? My Twitter? No, the commander's Twitter. What they say? When uh they were introducing Dan Quinn and uh what's his name? Oh my goodness. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Uh they said we got our guys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, your guys in Detroit, brother. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's uh that's the storylines I got for this. All one. right. So mine's not really like Based on play, it's kind of just a funny one, something I saw on TikTok. Definitely didn't come up with it. But so Taylor Swift's number is number 13, right? The Super Bowl is being played on February 11th. The date is 211, 2 plus 11, 13. 100, the amount of yards that is that is uh, 
that is a football field, 100 yards, minus 13 is 87. What does 87 have to do with it? That's Travis Kelsey's number. Mind blowing. Yeah, more. Yeah, there's there's more. I know there's more. I just can't remember. Super, Super, Bowl, 50, Super Bowl 58. <laughs> Super Bowl 58. Five plus, five plus eight, eight 13. is 13. Uh, We've there, all seen it. Like, there are some just, more. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who came up with it. The first person I saw. You can cover yours, Mike. The first person I saw was Taylor Lewan. Another <laughs> scumbag, man. Another scumbag. <laughs> Once again. We don't all hate you. Compton. It's just this guy. Was... Guys, Notice what do Taylor Lewan and Adam Schefter have in common? What? Michigan? Yeah, they're both scum. Schefter's a Michigan guy? Yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. I knew Taylor Every Lewan. time he interviews, he's got the Wolverine helmet behind him. I guess I just didn't think of it. Yeah. Rich so. Eisen, another Michigan guy. There's a lot of Michigan guys. Rich Eisen's cool. I like Rich Eisen. I, I love Rich Eisen. Rich Good is guy. Cool, yeah. Good guy. Yeah, anything, that, Mike? that was my that was my little storyline. It wasn't anything crazy, just a little cute thing for all the Taylor Swift fans out there that watch. Uh, speaking uh, of Taylor Swift, I don't really have any problems with the whole Taylor Swift thing. Me, I know like everybody's got something no. with it. I I honestly just couldn't care less. I don't care, but the Taylor Swift fans getting so mad at the uh, people making fun of the carbon emissions with her jet is so funny. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> but they have to expect that because that's something they would say. <laughs> Right, like yeah. that's right up the alley. I <laughs> reaching I across say, her couch, she's got to get a jet. <laughs> I, I will. I will say though, the one thing about the Taylor Swift shit that does get me mad is Taylor Swift herself and all of her fans. This is the first year they've really gotten to like be football fans, mm-hmm. and the fact they just get to go to the Super Bowl in the first year is just oh my god, it just hurts, bro. Like my life's dream would be able to see my team in the Super Bowl. Keep dreaming, yeah. buddy. So, so, so. You keep dreaming too. Hey, I mean, <laughs> yeah, at least I've been close. <laughs> at least I've been close. Well, I mean, technically, his team made it to the Super Bowl while he's alive. Yeah, they but just I mean, lost. You don't remember that game? Don't act like you do. Yeah, hey, no, I, I don't either. I was but four I got, years old. I, I actually do kind of remember it, but <laughs> <laughs> eating W's. Um, yep. I guess four letters of his name. That's. I love Jameis Winston so much. Uh, I touched on it earlier, but uh, Andy Reid has a chance to join the four coaches who have won three or more Super Bowls. Um, really, the Mount Rushmore of coaches, Bill Belichick, Chuck Knoll, Joe Gibbs, and Bill Walsh. There are 10 coaches with exactly two Super Bowls. He's one of them. He has a chance to really propel himself into the top echelon of coaches. Um and then I guess just Las Vegas gets its chance to host the Super Bowl finally, even though I'm not the biggest fan of it. I'm not the biggest fan of all of these teams relocating to Las Vegas because I don't think it's really that much of a sports town. It's kind of just a tourist town, but they get their chance to host a Super Bowl. They've hosted Formula One in recent years, uh, looking to get a baseball team, Stanley Cup finals, um, WNBA finals. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how they do with... Uh, the Super Bowl. I will say, I, don't, I mean, I don't think of them as a big sports town either, but they showed out for the Stanley Cup Finals. That was a, and oh, I've heard right. that stadium is fucking loud too. That's Stanley Cup. It is hot. It, it looks cool from the outside in person. I was there a few weeks ago. It, it's really cool. I they play at T-Mobile, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. I uh, I heard the other night. Uh, getting off a little, getting a little off topic here, but the Edmonton, Vegas game. I heard it was super loud in there. Uh, Edmonton failed to set the record for or tie the record, I believe, 
their most wins in a row and in, in hockey with mm-hmm. I think it was a 92 93 pens or something like that but um there's your hockey talking but anyways <laughs> kind of with uh, our back in a few weeks yeah yeah Woo! yeah soon enough soon enough. um winter classic in Chicago next year yes let's go yeah. let's go man Wrigley Field I wonder what the tickets are gonna be I want to go Pretty. so bad yeah, I'm so down to go I'm so down to go I'm I'd down rather to go watch it on TV ending price I'd rather watch it on TV. The price is going to be high, and if you watch everybody who's been to a Stanley Cup, or not a Stanley Cup, but a Winter Classic game, usually you can't see anything that's going on. That and Wrigley Field is maybe one of the bottom venues for that shit. Like, I I heard the Nebraska-Iowa game, or not Nebraska-Iowa, Iowa. Iowa, Northwestern. Northwestern. Iowa-Northwestern was brutal for the fans, I heard. Yeah. But it's not meant for anything other than baseball. Fair enough. But for baseball. Concerts, maybe, too. Sorry. Um, sure. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we can move on quickly to some betting picks here. Um, got a few here. Let me pull them up. Okay. Um, we're going to go with three each for some props here. We're not going to talk money line spreads over under. We already spoke on that. Um, I got a couple here. I don't feel great about any of them. Uh, but that's just cause I kind of whipped them up now. I probably will. Um, uh, maybe I'll take a couple of them. I'm not sure. But first one, George Kittle longest reception over 21 and a half. Uh, I feel like I could just see him getting like a 30-yard or 40-yard big catch in a big moment there. I think Kittle's going to have a huge game. Um, Brock Purdy rushing touchdown. He plus 600. I like that. It's juicy. Um, Last game against the Lions, he had a couple big runs. I think he might have had like a couple, maybe two 30-yard runs or 20. I think it was like two 28s or two 24s. Yeah, and those were, that was what broke the Lions was really those two runs, to be honest, but and a whole lot of other stuff. But um, Brock Purdy rushing touchdown plus 600, and then in that same realm, Brock Purdy's rushing totals at 12 and a half um, just takes one of those big runs to cover that. So those are my three. All right. So for me, I am taking a Kyle Hughes check anytime touchdown. I think he finds the end zone on, I don't know, like a six, seven-yard Texas route. Purdy finds him in stride. He just goes in untouched. And then I think Christian McCaffrey will get two-plus touchdowns. Mike, you said it, Josh, you said it a little bit too, but I said regardless of win or loss, I think CMC has a massive game. I think the first drive, I think plus 225. But oh, really? Yeah, so, I, like that. I mean, it's something that I kind of like looking at it, but, I mean, I think first drive he'll probably get one just because the Niners, they usually look so well-oiled and constructed on their first drives. So CMC will probably get something there. Pause. He'll probably get something there. And then my final one is um, – I think the Gatorade color is going to be orange. I I think it's going to be orange. I like nope. clear too. I I, got I think blue. I like blue. I like blue. I've been like blue. <laughs> Red's too blue. obvious. Yeah. Clear's too obvious. Yellow's too obvious. Orange is kind of obvious. Ooh, I'm going blue. Breaking news: Cowboys are expected to hire Mike Zimmer as their defensive coordinator. Really? Oh wow! Former Vikings head coach. Wow. That's a nice move. Mike Zimmer's good defensively. I don't hate it. Solid mind in the on the staff, but I have no reason to be, no insider knowledge, no nothing. Just just a gut feeling that it's going to be orange. So those are my three. Okay, so now for my betting picks. Um, first one is the opening kickoff. I have it being a touchback. It's minus three seventy five, but I feel like it's basically free money. Uh, it's a Super Bowl. They're gonna fair catch it. Budker eighty seven percent touchback percentage. Moody sixty percent. Um, I think it's gonna be a touchback. Uh, the Chiefs' first drive outcome. I think the Chiefs start out this game, go down the field and score a touchdown. I don't think they win this game, but we've seen so far in the playoffs them be able to score early. We saw it 
last week they came out and had a great touchdown drive to Kelsey. Um, in my third betting pick, I think Debo Samuel anytime touchdown plus one forty. I think Debo's going to find his way in the end zone, whether it's a rush or a pass. I think he's, I think he's going to find a way. Um, those are my three betting picks. Um, but let's get to some of the uh, different betting picks that you get only really for the Super Bowl. We'll start here. Obviously, we already did Gatorade. We all set our colors, but coin toss, heads or tails? Tails never fails. I will never not pick tails. I'm always a tails never fails guy as well, but something tells me heads. Yeah. Uh, the numbers favor tails. Uh, 30 out of 57 previous games has been tails, 53%. Heads do. Uh, it is due. Um, seven of the last 10 Super Bowls have been tails. It's been the trend. At some point, it's going to change. And I'm pretty sure, I feel like for Super Bowl, don't they do teams? I don't yeah, know who's heads and who's tails. But it's heads. It's tails. Yeah. Like, the Super Bowl logo is heads. The NFL logo is tails. Or whatever. And I think the Chiefs will be tails again because I'm assuming they're the away team. It's not the team logo. It's I think it's the Super Bowl and NFL. Are the logos. Oh, that sounds right. Or it's like fucking, I don't even know, like some random shit. Is anybody doing like an honorary coin toss this year or no? Probably. I, I They'll put someone out there. They'll roll someone out there. Gotcha. Uh, next one. Uh, I'll skip. I'll skip the Usher songs. But do you guys got any songs you think Usher's gonna play at halftime? Burn for sure. Uh, Confessions for sure. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. He's got to play yeah. Um, it's... I don't know. I'm just I'm looking forward to burning Confessions. Those are that's my that's my shit. Same girl with R. Kelly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Whoa, it'll be it'll be a good show. Uh, national anthem over or under. It's Reba McIntyre this year. Uh, she has done a lot of national anthems in her time being a singer. She did Game Three of the nineteen ninety seven World Series between the Florida Marlins and the Cleveland Indians in Cleveland. That rendition was at eighty three seconds. The over three, I think, is eighty nine and a half on certain sites. Do you guys think she's going over or under? I've heard under is what the streets are saying. I'll just guess under. I'm gonna go over. I think she's gonna. I think she. It's, she's gonna go so for the Super Bowl. I think she's gonna go over. I think it's. I think last year went over. I think it's gonna go back. Um, interesting odds here. These are these are what I look for when the Super Bowl happens. Uh, which team's apparel is Drake wearing on Super Bowl Sunday? Ooh. So who's losing the Super Bowl? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, I think he's. Uh, what do you say? He said. Patty Mahomes about to fall short a couple hundred or something like that. I'm, I'm gonna go with Mahomes. Oh, I, think he's he's, gonna... I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna back the Chiefs. He's gonna bet the Chiefs. He loves. If there's one thing I know about Drake, he loves that plus money. I think he's going with KC. Yeah, I think he's gonna be repping Chiefs. I think he's just gonna be repping Mahomes in general. Yeah, I'm. I think he's gonna rep Mahomes too. He loves to rep the trendy thing. He's been. All over the internet recently. Speaking of Mahomes, it's so uh, bad. We don't have to. We don't have to say anything about this. We can just move on directly after. But Brittany Holmes, I'm pretty Brittany Mahomes. I unless I got duped, I, I saw know. on Twitter going to be in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but <laughs> I thought Sports Illustrated went out of business too. I don't know. Yeah, I think Jackson. <laughs> Maybe that's too. why. <laughs> well, speaking of Jackson, speaking of Jackson, the one plus. Regardless of your stance on Taylor Swift, the one plus from her being in the Chiefs like realm of relevancy, we've seen no Jackson Mahomes in the last like seven months, and it's been they're, amazing. I don't think that's because they're of not going. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> to show him on TV. Yeah. Not on TV, but there's just. 
I'm he's more so worried about he the law. Of, <laughs> yeah. I'm just so glad he's out of sight. It's just, it's been quite refreshing. Speaking of the law, do we I wish wanna, for that woman he wasn't. Do but... we want to talk about uh, Mr. Yeah. Mahomes? I, we can't. We can just touch on it. Who... <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, Mahomes is going for the Super Bowl number, win number <laughs> three for him. Indeed. That's mm. what, DUI trying, number three? What, what are we here? <laughs> Big number for the Mahomes family is number three. <laughs> Jackson's still at one. He's still working to, to get yeah. up. Hopefully one. He figures He's got out. time. He's not even 25 yet. Yeah. It is prime. Okay. Uh, and then the last two bets I got here, one of them you can, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, you can bet on her outfit color and how many broadcast appearances she has. I will not be doing that. Outfit um, color? I feel like yeah. it's what's red minus ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah red and white. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can also bet on who will be shown first in the Super Bowl. Uh Taylor Swift or Jason Kelsey. Ooh. Taylor Swift is minus one thirty five. Jason Kelsey plus one twenty. It'll be Taylor. I think it's gonna be Taylor, so I'm leaning Taylor, but I wouldn't mind seeing Jason Kelsey first. Well, I wouldn't either, Plus. but geez. but it, it'll be Taylor. And minus 130, do you think she is seen? They show her during the Star Spangled Banner. Ooh. I'm going to say no. I think, she, I think they will. She's minus 130 to not be shown. I don't think she is shown during the Star Spangled Banner. That'd just be a crazy coach thing. crying during it. Well, that's a good bet, too. Um, we, Andy Reid won't cry. I don't think Shanahan will cry. No, we don't have any criers. Siri, no. Sirianni was an outlier. He's a weirdo. <laughs> Did, didn't work out either. Yeah, no. I actually understand it. I kind of want to come to his defense there. Dan Campbell would cry. Oh, Dan Campbell, no question, would cry. Yeah. If the Lions were in the Super Bowl during the national anthem, there is a good chance that I would cry during it. So, Fair. especially if I was there. Oh, yeah, it's an emotional oh, moment. Gosh. I actually. As much as I don't like Sirianni at all, that's one thing I will give him is I don't blame him for that. Yeah, especially with Chris Stapleton doing it. That was yeah, and that was that was, was a, a great anthem. That was it a great, was a great anthem. anthem. Shout out Chris Stapleton. Yeah, that's all I got for specials, Super Bowl specials. All right, so that will about do it for our Super Bowl preview episode of the Engage Eight podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week to recap the Super Bowl, talk about all things Super Bowl. And then after that, we'll have to shift our focus to the NBA and college basketball and the NHL. So look forward to that in the future. Until then, don't forget to like and follow us here on the YouTube. All of our our other socials like Spotify and Twitter are in the description. And until next time, we'll see everyone in the next one.